I think I know who you're talking to. You sent me a picture, didn't you? It's so dreaded. It's over. It's like, that's not even happening anymore. She, she friended, she friended me on Facebook like a while back. And I was like, no, this is kind of a tip. And then, um, and then like a uh, few weeks into being her friend on Facebook, I realized, oh, she just posts incessantly about the most insane shit ever. Uh, I don't really, I don't even know this person. I've never met her. Why am I like reading her fucking updates every day? So I unfriended her. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I said, her loss. So, we had a long and storied relationship too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like I mean, I, this might be like too insider for the for the pod, but there is a, a Rockwell connection to her too. I mean, in Seattle, there's a Rockwell connection to everything. I mean, I, I think there's like there's been two Rockwell connections for me yeah. so far, at least. It's so it's like it kind of like it, it just dawned on me. I was like, that's. Do we all, know, like, do a we real all have a Rockwell connection. connection? I don't. Maybe I do. If I do, I didn't know about it. Mm. Do you have one you know about, AB? Um, trying to think, AB. No, Seb does. Yeah, Seb definitely does. <laughs> Rockwell's just got to put the work in, man. He can. The world is his at that point. He's got connections. He's he's connected. <laughs> well connected. Love that, homie. All right. Well, cool. I guess I I guess I I didn't I I, I unfortunately didn't get my chance to Venmo hundreds of dollars to my Rockwell connection. Um. So I'm just gonna have to move on. Tip on someone else. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll recover. You'll recover. There'll be another simp jar. Don't worry. I where, dude? Where is it? I, I'm waiting. <laughs> Ladies, please. <laughs> I'm waiting to simp for you. Jangle that simp jar for me, please, please, please. Oh, God, it's so frustrating. I just spent a bunch of money on takeout, and it made me feel sick. Uh, so until a tip can like emotionally manipulate me into giving her money, that's what her, my money's gonna go. I'm just making myself sick and full of food. So <clears throat> I have, big, uh, I've oh, cooked no. some just absolutely stellar meals the last few days. I just you know wanted to let y'all know, just oh, yeah. brag brag about something in my life. I mean, I really need to I really need to ride like some sort of positive wave at this point. You know. And that's basically all I've got. And this dog that I'm living with. That's pretty sad. That's positive wave. Um, but yeah, I made like a, uh, I made like a sausage and lentil soup last night. Oh no, not lentil oh. soup. Oh. No, it's like, it's like, uh, an entirely different category. I know, I know. Than, uh, <laughs> than the fucking brutal low sodium lentils that you get from Costco, which by the way, you, AO and I, I don't know, Stu, you weren't probably around during this era, but AO and I were smashing lentil soup, <sighs> like fiends for a while. I mean, both of you are two of the people I know who are like most and I can I've got I can get in that zone too where you just like you just eat like you eat like a monk in terms of like not like simple meals but you just eat the same well not they are simple meals but you just can eat the same shit every day like yeah just for sustenance yeah for I'm sure starting, I'm very... starting to lose that actually I'm starting to like some of the shit that I eat actually is like kind of revolting to me now <laughs> you can't eat like the just the unseasoned salmon and white rice anymore I mean I can but it's just like at a certain point I'll just like halfway through the meal I'll be like this is gross that's been happening with a lot a lot of stuff i don't know what's going on not all my meals but yeah no it's it's i'm running out of steam i gotta start getting creative here but i gotta get on yeah. ab's level yeah mix it up i made it oh, baby i, mean, I tried to make it i was gonna say i tried to make a texas style brisket yesterday it, it, it's for some reason in my mind i was like this i don't know why people think this is so hard and then i it came out of the oven and i was like god damn it this is hard how long did you how long did you cook it for like four hours 
hours. At what heat? Three two seventy five. Yeah, you could probably have even cooked it longer. I don't. I mean, maybe it was. Yeah, what are you, and, Mr. And brisket? At, <laughs> and at a lower temperature. <laughs> right, that's what. I, that's kind of what I thought about. Baby, I, I'm from Texas now. I got Bucky's in the background. My fucking guardian angel, Bucky, looking over me. You got looking Bucky. way over you. you got, like looking way up over you. <laughs> look, if you got Bucky with you, you can cook a brisket. You just, you just send me one of those teas, and I'll make another seeps brisket. I'm gonna try it. Osmosis. Yeah, I'm gonna try again. It was, it was kind of fucked up. I was a little, I was disappointed. <laughs> I mean that is kind of a finicky thing. But. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. I got, I knew I had to try. We we made an attempt. It was a good meal. Was it a uh, was like a good cut? It was fine. Yeah, it was an alright yeah. cut. I don't I know mean, enough about this shit. You, I mean, did you where did you get it from? Grocery store. Yeah. And did you get it? What time of day? Store. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. like around. It was four o'clock. Well, okay. What did the person who gave it to you look like? Uh, it was just it was a cold refrigerator. Oh, okay. <laughs> how long? That's, that's how long? your problem right there. I you you need a homie that looks like Brett Rockwell to give it to you yo life is full life is full of rockwell connections as well <laughs> you need look when you're cooking a good brisket you need a rockwell connection to be the wind behind your sails you know what i mean i agree with that i agree with that yeah what's the rockwell connection like uh with your poker right now are you getting the rockwell connection you need yeah yeah no, i mean i'm not playing like i'm not super degen about it uh i talked so. to nate the other day and he, he was just like taking a break from yell's big poker game and, oh yeah on uh, friday yeah and he was like he was like yeah i mean these guys fucking suck at poker i'm just gonna like run their shit but also it's just a bunch of like insane sober homies just going yeah. buck and yeah. uh, he's like i'm just staying quiet and just listening to their like completely bonkers and insane conversation and it's uh just pure unadulterated entertainment i was no, like yeah that sounds it. about right <laughs> it's legit you know i found it it's like you know i mean you uh it's just what is it what's that ter- there's a term for it but yeah unavo- uh, undoubtedly i found that connection here in los angeles and i'm i'm in i'm back in i mean that sounds yeah. like a rockwell connection to me <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. Rock- is that the theme of the episode the rockwell connection rockwell connection (laughs) (laughs) yeah if rockwell's cool if rockwell if you're cool with it buck yeah um i could just we could just all tell our sickest rockwell stories i mean i caught rockwell outside of dave's like fucking dress up birthday party in belltown or not uh fucking pioneer square uh rockwell had a clean clean shirt on like extremely clean top button and he was just like yeah in about an hour i'm gonna be getting some dick's tartar sauce all over this shit and So I was sick. like, hell yeah, that's that's a Rockwell connection for me right there. Last time I was Beautiful. in Seattle, I was, driving, projection. I was driving around with Joe Flo because he was to give me a ride to your place. The female Joe Flo or the male Joe Flo? Male Joe Flo. And, Wait, uh, who's the female Joe Flo? <laughs> I guess I don't know about this one. Uh, no. You got a Never Rockwell mind. connection. You got a Rockwell connection. Anyway. Never mind. And, uh, he, um, and Rockwell just pulled up, like drove by us and then whipped around. We did a, like, did a U-turn in the middle of the street and then pulled up next to us and followed us to dicks and just i got to, i got to have a little rockwell time with us Damn, that was a hell free yeah. connection yeah he just came he just I, I didn't even think i was gonna see him on this trip and he just like saw me in the passenger side whipped around and followed us up and said where are you guys going or he's like dicks he's like i'm coming through <laughs> it was sick beautiful first time i hung out with rockwell official was helping him move out of the d oh my god putting, putting all his stuff in his car and taking it to his mom's house <sighs> Damn, dark. 
<laughs> what was the vibe? What was the vibe on the on the way out from the D? Uh, damn, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm just like trying to envision the moment when they like closed the door to the D for the last time. You know, they just they looked. There. They looked through, and their view of the door just like slowly decreased, or their view into the room slowly decreased, and they and just Newport smoke was just sort of billowing out of the crack in the door somehow still just fucking floating around the room i just have a hard time believing they closed the door when they left <laughs> i don't know that the door got yeah closed. i think that might be like the big hole in my vision here i mean i'm just trying to like i mean i'm i'm more thinking about it in terms of like the emotional impact and like potency of that moment you know was it was it sad were they angry like what were they, were they just cycling through different stages of grief i had no fucking idea dude they just, just i was just helping to move furniture out just completely apathetic i'm not asking you i'm you checked out, Stuart, while you weren't paying emotion. You weren't paying emotional attention. I mean, I'm what? just like spe- I'm speculating here. I'm not like asking you to give me a concrete answer. You know, I mean, also who knows what's going on? You know, emotionally in Brady's. You know, exactly. head and heart space. What's up there, Rockwell's connection? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rockwell, Rockwell caught a big connection when he got his shit booted right outside of the D. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> he didn't pay rent. I feel like that was like the first Nux was me talking to him about getting booted into <laughs> Or maybe it was before that. I don't know. I can't remember. But the Rockwell connection. Maybe this is dry. I don't know. Uh, Rockwell stories are fucking wet to me. I remember that he was so zooted for like this two, three week period. And at one point he was at the house and he was just like, listen, man, I've been hearing about your new music. This shit is fucking popping, dude. Seven sevens. Yo, get at me. I'm trying to fuck with you. I was like, damn, I got I got connected tough with Rockwell just now. It was tight. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he made the connection for sure. Damn, do any of you have Rockwell's number? Are you trying to hit him with the fucking Zoom invite and get him in on the this connection? So you got it. I'll send it. Oh fuck, dude, stomach is fucked off. I hate it. Rockwell connection. I just changed my jogging route, and it is like so punishing now. It's How like, many miles? Uh, it's like a little over two and a half, but it's all up and down, like all up and down. Dang. So it's it's punishing for me, not for I think most folks, but yeah, it's yeah, it's sickness. What am I even trying right. to fucking look for here? Oh yeah, Rockwell connection. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the first time I met Rockwell, it was that, and then like I think three, two or three months later, he won 15k at the Cino. <laughs> Which is just like it was. I it was such a psychotic thing to just be like that was like my whole introduction to that to all those dudes was like just like getting getting evicted from an apartment, not really knowing the full backstory that it was because like they didn't pay rent, which is your normal reason for eviction. <laughs> Meeting like uh, like Alexis Euler, knowing Dave. I think Dave around that time was like it was like not that long after like all his like drama with fucking Emily, right? <laughs> Uh, well, the D was still in the mix when Emily cheated on him and, and they broke up for the first time. But you, yeah. you may be thinking about the second breakup. <laughs> Round two. No, I remember, wait. No, there's no way because the D was long gone by the time they did a round two, right? I, yeah. I think, I think so. But the D was definitely around because I remember Dave was, I mean, Dave was living at the house with us, but he went and basically lived at the D for like two months. Okay, so like right he like couldn't that. he like couldn't be in his room and like you know yeah I would go over to the D to console him and he would just be like fucking keeled over on like one of those like fucked off office chairs that was always just like floating around and uh, <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, I, I took a legendary photo of Rockwell during that period. Uh, he was like, yo, I want you to get... Like, oh, the- shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, baby! What it do? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, boys. It's cracking. What's, What's up, baby? Chilling. Yeah, so we're we're recording an episode of the pod, and we're just it's just the Rockwell connection. We've been talking about you for like twenty minutes. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Are we live right now? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The record button is on. Ab Ab was just starting to tell tell us about how he took a legendary picture of you at the D. I can't remember. What, what's yeah, the- it was towards the it was towards the end of the D, and uh, it was during the era of like the huge vape rigs. When y'all, oh when y'all God. all had like those like fucking uh, like just enormous like transformer style vape rigs and um, amazing but regrettable. Yeah, yeah, yeah a truly glorious time. Uh, and you, the, the light was like streaming through that like one window in the apartment in the living room, and you were chilling in like an office chair in the middle of the room, and you were like, "Yo, you got to get a picture me with the vape cloud everywhere," and uh, and you just like plumed a fucking huge cloud and uh it just hit the light perfectly and uh and yeah i think i still have that picture like on posted on instagram or something but, Dude, i'd uh, love to see that yeah i'm gonna try and fucking hunt that down how you doing bubba i'm good dude i actually i'm completely nicotine free i've been i haven't had a smoke or a jewel or a lozenge in like maybe eight months Damn, what man. so for yeah. eight months yeah it's crazy and i haven't even i doesn't even sound appealing to me maybe once in a while i'm like a little out of sorts or anxious but that's, For the uh, most that's part, extremely money. Man, no patches, nothing, just straight up nothing. clean. Just, just me and my creator, baby. <laughs> I love, I love yeah, to hear yeah. that, man. You're still doing cup though. Oh, maybe I stay cupped. I might do a. It's time for that two o'clock cup, I think. Oh shit! God, that sounds nice. I, I housed a, a French press earlier when I was doing dance church, and uh, oh, you're doing dance church. What is that? Yeah, maybe, oh yeah. I mean, I'm in the house. What else am I gonna do? You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of walks in solitude and uh you know getting creative with exercise in the house you know yeah yeah i went on a long ass walk today through the through this old fucking cemetery it's like the oldest cemetery in boston it's like not too far from my house and they just got all these like confederate soldier memorials I'm like god damn that's y'all crazy brutal. y'all are brutal unreal i've been walking unreal. around lake union where are you living nowadays 12th ave Still oh, same spot. In, same spot. I've been in this spot for five years. The trip. Yeah, you're fucking holding it down over there. Yeah. yeah. Spots are uh, sick. Yeah, I've been mobbing from my house to Westlake to Fremont, back to Lake, up back to the hill. It's pretty chill. Man, you're in the cut. Yeah, I that's get, a good. That's a good ass walk. Yeah, I feel pretty gassed at like by the time I get to Gasworks, but then it's like I'm four miles from the house, so I have little choice. <laughs> trudge it, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, I gotta fucking get back. Yeah. That's the best feeling when you're on a run. You're like, there's no way back, but to keep yeah, running. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of, it kind of gets you a little more, you know, you come to terms with it and you get zooted and you go. Oh yeah. Yo, uh, Rockwell, what was it like moving out of the D? Oh dude, that was like a dark, dark time for me. Uh, <laughs> I was, you know, pretty tilted in my gambling and like, just, well, I'm trying to think, uh, moving out was I had Stuart's help. That was nice. Uh, <laughs> that was, 
we just left that place in shambles though to be honest you know what i mean we there was so much hard living had been going on there that you know there was all kinds of stuff we just had to let go of and leave there and uh we packed up Stuart and i pretty much packed up my my chevy blazer and tied the mattress to the top of the car i believe and man yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was pretty brutal what was it like, like what was it like when y'all like stepped out of the d for the last time you remember that rockwell moment? was that were you there rockwell mm, yeah i think i had come back and because we were i i what else am i gonna do but you know uh i i remember those final days were like didn't we like walk a bunch of brady stuff over to lex's apartment yeah you were there yeah that's right i remember i was yeah, there that night yeah. Carl it was was kind of grim you know and, and and bittersweet you know it's like yeah we need we probably needed to get out of there but it wasn't really the way we anticipated it happening you know what i mean <laughs> no one ever plans on that yeah it's true yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what's crazy though it's like i was pretty tilted in my gambling like and and um but i i had like moved back home and uh i hadn't gambled for a while it'd been a few months and i i started doing some side work for my uncle painting and uh the first check I get, I take half of it. I, he pays me 800 bucks and I take $400 to the casino and, uh, I'm up at Snoqualmie and it's like, I'm, I'm tilted. Like I, I've dwindled this $400. I'm getting, you know, bouncing around up and down, up and down. I'm down to my last 50 and it's like seven in the morning. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just light this last 50 on fire. And I hit for 16 <laughs> K. I hit the second tier, uh, jackpot on this fucking, uh, slot machine. And I'm just like astounded. I'm like so numb from gambling. And like, I, like, I know it should be exciting, but it just like, I just feel kind of all around shitty <laughs> like my life's not in the best place and like it's like it's astounding and unbelievable that i have like about to walk out of this casino with 16k cash and i'm just like fuck and <laughs> i have all these ideas of what i'm gonna do and like you know i'm gonna buy a car i'm gonna go on a trip blah 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 literally uh you know i'm not gonna gamble anymore i make it two weeks before i just start like i, I didn't have a car at the time so i'm like renting cars so i can go to the casino i'm spending like 40 hours a week in the casino and it's just so it's all bad you know <laughs> you're like damn i could i could rent a car or i mean i could buy a car or i could rent cars just to go to the casino oh that's so tight and then that's, so this was right after y'all had moved out of the yeah this must this was a few months after i had moved out is that the voice God, of gamble <laughs> yeah, yeah Jeffrey, I mean, that's Jeffrey just, gamble. it was just like it was real uncut gems-esque you know yeah i was actually just gonna ask you what you uh, if you had seen that movie and if so uh, what, what it's you like my favorite it. movie to be honest it, it really it really just captures the chaos from from the first scene the opening scene this like the whole thing is chaotic yeah um and then what's the what's that composer's name is it lapotin one oh one oh tricks point never yes exactly yeah. yeah like that really like that's kind of like the anchor that kind of like this i don't know it just it's like the calming factor in a sense but um yeah i don't know it's just like that's what it's like it's chaotic and scary and like you know you think you're gonna pull it all together and then there's always that one one last attempt and one last failure you know what i mean <laughs> 
There was an attempt and a failure at the end. That's for sure. What did you think? What yeah, did you spo- think? Spoiler when, alert. <laughs> what, did, what, did, what did you think when he was like, you know what, KG, fuck it. Yeah. I'm putting this all down and he makes the last bet. Like, were you like this? Hon- honestly, I got super juiced. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I knew he's going to hit. Like, he has to hit on this one if he's like, you know. The, the craziest thing about that to me was that he does the parlay with the tip off. Yeah. I was like, it all hinges on just this totally fucking arbitrary thing that has yeah. nothing to do with KG. Yeah. Well, dude, it, it captured all the superstition of it so well. Like, I remember just being like, fucking listening to, listening to Kevin Gates by myself, fucking driving, up, you know, towards I-5 uh, and like an owl flies over the freeway and I'm like, this is a good fucking sign, baby. <laughs> 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 yes, dude. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never uh, gotten into gambling, but uh, that movie does just like, it captures just like the frenetic pace of trying to hold it all together and keep the show going. No and, doubt, bro. Uh, and, and just moment to moment being sort of, un- being unmoored and uncertain about like what will come next and just like trying to orchestrate an elaborate fucking like theatrical event, which is your life is hanging on by a thread exactly <laughs> and, it, it's and it, so, it, it's so crazy and you feel like you feel like you're a gambling addict by the end for sure it's exhausting yeah I, I was playing golf with these foos that actually the last day before they closed all the golf courses i ended up out there with these four mexican dudes and we played like i just got paired up with them and then by the second hole i realized that they were gambling on every hole and they were playing like it was like three dollars, three dollars per hole, and then like five dollars for birdie, and that's like per person. There's like ten of them, so you can win like thirty or fifty dollars a hole if you're playing well. And I'm like, third hole, I'm like, hey, you guys are gambling? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, can I get in? They're like, I. <laughs> and it's like, it's just like, and I mean, I gamble every Saturday with these other dudes, but like, I know they're. It's like, it's just such a, I that routine is so sick. Have you ever heard like, of fun- like the stories of Jordan's gambling habits? Oh man, it's yeah. like on golf. Yeah. You can get so sick with it on golf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was on yes. a bad run. Because you can, you feel every time you, like, I would, like, I would fuck up and I'd be like, all right, I'm out of contention for this hole. But I'd walk up to the ball and I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to fucking hit it in right now. Like, it's going in. <laughs> like, I'm going to make it. And you just, you, t- you just get so tilted and there's no way to bring it back. All this background noise, by the way, is because Rockwell's making cups. So it's totally acceptable. Yeah. No, I'm actually <laughs> and, and actually, it? it's actually encouraged. It's- so. Yeah, I'm watching this. I was gonna mute myself. No, 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 no. no. I we want to hear it. it. I want to hear the whole cup. Uh, I gotta grind for a second. Oh, ship it. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Get it going. Right. Let's shoot this shit up. <laughs> probably fun <laughs> <laughs> didn't jordan like isn't that the whole story behind how he left the nba is like to play baseball is like has had something to do with his gambling or something well I, I, I think it's i think it's unclear i i went on a deep dive on jordan like a while back and so i can't remember like a lot of the specific details but there is like a, a theory that um that like his dad was murdered by like fucking crime homies that and, and bookies. Uh, like book bookies are the people that they hired because of his uh his his debts and shit Damn. yeah and there was some there was some like fucking uh i think it was a drug dealer or something who had like a check for like 40 grand from jordan in his suitcase when he was murdered like there's a lot of sketchy shit with jordan uh especially from that era i mean 
when you look at that fucking picture that Seb sent to us the other day, it's like that's Jordan doing the this is how I win speech to himself. You know, the look in his face, that fucking picture, it's it's unbelievable. Yo, Rockwell, I mean, have you ever have you ever felt like Jordan? I feel like yes, I have, but only brief. Not from gambling. I don't know. Damn, Rockwell, are you boot up right now? Oh hell I'm yeah. not. Are you swiping? You know, I am quite a bit actually getting a lot of a lot of activity on on the fucking on the sites. You know. Yeah. How are you finding it? Uh, has there been know, a has there been an influx of people on definite and, influx? It's yeah. like, but you know, I I hate those things in general because you end up running into a lot of the same conversations. It's pretty mundane, you know. Um, I know. And then you oh. mix, then you mix it up, and a lot of people will just ghost you. Yeah, exactly. You know. So I try to be spontaneous, and I just this morning I matched with this girl that lives down the street from me. I, I gave her, a, I was like her Uber driver before, and uh, she's like cute or whatever. Um, but it's just like people just ask the same questions: How are you holding up? You know, like <laughs> what are you doing? Like, like uh, I'm loving this. I'm a Taurus, and uh, I like the slow paced life of solitude. I don't mind. How do they, yeah. What do they say when you say that? <laughs> like, I, her response was that she's like, she had a, a hard few weeks in the beginning. And I'm just like, oof. Like, I mean. You're like, let's, let's crack that open, baby. Like, what? let's get specific here. Let's yeah. fucking draw out some nuance. How, how hard was it? Because I know about hardship and I know about despair. <laughs> exactly. You can tell me. Like, get connected. Get connected to Rockwell. Get the Rockwell <laughs> yeah. connection on this one. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> um, yeah so i don't know dude it's just like it's like pretty boring to be honest for the most part i have like i've been in like <laughs> i've been messaging back and forth with people like when i'm like facetiming the homies or in a zoom meeting with like my like core my core homies you know and yeah. uh, like one of one of my biggest accomplishments was like soliciting some pics like while i'm in the group chat <laughs> you, your homies are just rooting you on they don't even know what i'm doing they just can tell i'm distracted and then like, oh. I'm like check this out they're feeling like disconnected they're like i'm not i'm not feeling that connected to rockwell right now yeah, not, yeah the rockwell exactly. connection for some reason disappeared here's a, here's 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 a cool one last night uh this this person that I had some fun with, and I just kind of like I ghosted them. Um, I guess you would say I just it was it was uh, uh, it was what it needed to be at the time, but I wasn't really looking for anything more, basically, you know. But uh, she responded to my Instagram story last night, and we it like sparked a chat. Oh yeah, for sure. And <laughs> she ends up sending me like first, it's like a picture of her tearing an apple apart with her hands. Ripping an apple in half with her hands, and like it just escalates from there. And so, just based off this interaction, I'm like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, I kind of blew it. Like, I think I might hang out with her again now. Like, I wasn't like we hung out like months ago. You were like, like, "You're like, yo, dude, I didn't know you had like such." profound forearm strength but if i did 
Dude, I mean, you could rip just, that apple in half. I mean, shit. Honestly, <laughs> it was just so weird and funny and kind of cute. You know, it's like absurdly yeah. cute. So I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna give it another go once we're I'm, out of quarantine. <laughs> Yo, that's Hell the Rockwell. Yeah. That's the Rockwell reconnection right there. Yeah, the Rockwell reconnection. <laughs> I feel right. like I feel like there's a lot of homies that are coming to the realization, either rightly or wrongly, that they blew it. But yeah, that's <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's definitely a, a trend that's permeating the fucking culture right now. I bl- I blew it. You bet. <laughs> I feel like I've just I've blown it over and over again. Yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, I'm going to keep blowing it. And, I, I blew it this time too. I mean, what? I'll see about next time, I guess. Like, yeah, I can't wait to get another opportunity to blow it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just just put me in, coach. Yeah, I, know? Know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Nothing's worse than when you don't blow it. I guess at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no rockwell i was i was doing swipes and then i was like this is ridiculous this is not the time this is simply this is simply not healthy for me so i got off the apps and then i know i thought about deleting them the other day but then that cute neighbor girl matched me so but then it's like the same more the same you know it's, it's, yeah there's another one there's a, another one that's always almost always arrived it's, yeah yeah <laughs> the apple girl though dude i'm i'm i think i'm in love actually i was confused i didn't think i i didn't i thought we were done but no this was last night last night <laughs> well she where? only she lives oh no this the other girl is the one that lives right down the block yeah where, where's yeah. apple girl at mm, i'd rather not say but not that close oh, inconvenient yeah. like close enough but rather inconvenient like a different town but like mm. close does that yeah, make sense yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah, for sure are we talking north end here south side oh Apple Pierce, Girl, Pierce County, almost. Damn, dude, Pierce County, you're in love, man. I, uh, wow. Well, that's why I kind of like I didn't. That's why we just it was what it, you know, and I I walked away from it just because it didn't seem that convenient. But now I'm having doubts. Like I need to I need to have her back in my life. I got Wait, you driving. For, I want to see her crack her knees or something. <laughs> her knee against the hardwood floor. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know what I want. Or between two knees. I think she's a good sport, you know what I mean? Because considering I just stopped talking to her altogether and, and she's, we, uh, we had she's that forgiving. Argument. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, dang. You think the forgiveness of... levels are way higher right now during the core? Maybe. It was kind of, well, the thing was, is like I noticed like a few, maybe like a week, just a week ago, she liked a couple of my picks or maybe it was like two weeks ago. And I was like, ooh, is this the green light to reach back out to her? And then I just never did. But then it, it happened mm. as it was supposed to last night in, in this in this funny way, you know? What was the story that she was responding to? Uh, I mean, I could check the DMs real quick, but um, God, what was it? Was it just a, was it a fit pick or something? No, it was like, it was like, you know what it was? It was my thirst trap quarantine meme that said like, I have three quarantine moods. I want kiss. I want dead. I want to eat this baguette or something. <laughs> just something cute. It's like Kirby holding a baguette. <laughs> Yo, that's that shit works, man. Tips love that shit. I know that. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it it definitely worked in my favor this time. You know what? I like that you saw those likes and you thought about it, but you decided to just let them be what they were and not blow it out of proportion. And then what came organically was what was meant to be. I, lo- I love that. I totally. Love that. Well, that's just it. That's you know. 
know, that there's something really powerful in the action of inaction. You know what I mean? Like mindfully not doing anything because that was just a checkpoint. Those likes were just a checkpoint into this, the present moment, which was last night. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, I didn't have to do anything. Yes. Sometimes you can be, just be, you can be so spiritually on top of shit and so mindful that that tips just slide into your DMs. It's gonna happen. You know, you're gonna be there, gonna be there to receive those. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be fucking staying vigilant, keeping your fucking head on a swivel. You gotta you know, be ready because it's gonna those. happen. You gotta be ready. I, mean, I love more than that when the homies are like really getting in tune with God and they're like, dude, and I know that I'm synced, I'm synced up because last night I was on Twitter and this girl just slid my DMs, man, and I know I'm all right. I'm doing the right shit here. You're just like, you are my guy. It's like yep. power. I, yo, yo, I got a God shot last night and it was. It, and it came in the form of just a world-class dumper you know are we talking about like a birthday cake like a dump truck <laughs> you know what we're talking about, <laughs> we talking about like a trailer in a way yeah how's that cup though how's that sip oh, that's real nice yeah you know, boys, I, I i had a really brutal experience like there was like a lot of the cup was gone from heb which is like one of the big grocery stores down here and uh and so i just grabbed I, f I saw some like ground coffee and then just grabbed it and grabbed like two bags so i'd have backups and wouldn't have to go back to the grocery store for a couple weeks yeah get home open it up to make a cup and it's like pecan and fucking like uh like coconut flavored and the and the smell is just like blowing out the kitchen coconut yeah it's like infused like it's artificially infused with like coconut and canned sugary there's a lot of there's a lot of strikeouts that you can hit with like pre-made like store-bought coffee but you hit like yeah. the most the I, ultimate it's the worst dude and i, I gotta wonder so was it on bad. the bag like it didn't say on yeah. the bag no it well it does but on the side you had to like um you have to like look kind of closely and i you know like at the grocery store nowadays it's like the energy is kind of fucked you know like you're just like oh, God, yeah. i gotta get my i gotta get my shit and get out of here well um if i'm so like I was, I was just flustered i should have been paying closer your attention if, if i'm like in like a, if i'm like a guest at somebody's home i can dabble with like some hazelnut shit but like miss me with all that other like caramel and all that stuff like yeah fuck that. yeah fuck that it, it, i mean it also really depends on like how powerful it is and this like it's so powerful it's like it's disgusting it's yeah just, it's just so brutal well um, i miss i miss the the baristas at the coffee shop because they were blessing me with bags of single origin bef right before this whole shit hit uh, you know that is a that is a Rockwell connection we got to talk about. It's, it's your amazing. uncanny ability to get free coffee from, from anywhere from it, anywhere. Your well, hookup with Dave at Fiore. Wait, is this a thing? Do you have a Rockwell connection to cup? Like I didn't know. <laughs> it was like uh, it was like Goodfellas. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting cupped up. I'm getting I'm getting cups filled with beans. I'm getting bags of beans. Maybe even a booch to get my gut right oh yeah you gotta get a free booch it was i remember the it was excessive i remember <laughs> like the years of like like the four or five months when dave would always just like do the check-in of like rockwell showed up and got like the tallest cup of cold brew he could get just like the seven dollar cup walked in would drive to you would drive to like valor on the rig just to hit up the free cup
Oh, like oh, for e- sure. every single every single time I went to Fiore to like to work there, like hang out with Dave when he was working, there would be a Rockwell connection that would go down. Worth the drive for sure. Oh yeah. Well, I Dave would, was think- Dave was handing out so much free cup to to the homies, but I feel like you were really you were number one uh, number one on his list. Yeah, I was so zooted then. Like I would I would get like two drinks and go. <laughs> like I get like a cold brew and a hot drink. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Yo, it's called equilibrium, bro. What do, you, yeah. what do you do with that zoo? What What do you even do with that type of zoo? That was like the like wake up mid afternoon, need to go straight work a twelve hour day type situation. Yeah, but the, you were you were doing Lyft and Uber, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go back to it after this, to be honest. I'm trying to find out other avenues. Yeah. But, but have, you, have you been working? No. It's just my, it's smoked, bro. The industry yeah. is smoked. Nobody's going anywhere. Nobody's yeah. going to the office. No one's going to the bar. No one's going to the airport. So I'm, the one thing that's seemingly staying afloat is like people are going to the weed shop. You know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> yeah. A few weed shop drives a day ain't going to pay the bills, you know? I love how that's been deemed an essential service. Has it it's been? Crazy. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I guess um, right at the beginning of Stay Home, Stay Safe, uh, this this bud tender guy I know that works at a weed shop was telling me that the first three days of the Stay Home, Stay Safe order, they each one of those days outsold 420, which is historically their busiest day. God damn. So they're selling yeah, I mean, a lot. I guess of people were stocking up. Yeah, they're like, if I'm going to stay at home, I'm going to stay high, baby. There's like 420, 421, 423. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, no, you know what it was? It was 420, then it was um, 840, uh, then it was 1680. Beautiful. <laughs> Exponential, baby. We don't need to flatten that curve. Damn, dude. Um, you're not trying to do Uber Eats? You're not trying to just do a illegal weed delivery uh, hustle? <laughs> no. I mean, it's just no. I, I, I signed up for unemployment for the time being, and then I, I got a couple other things going on. I, I think I'm going to apply for these kind of like peer support roles, and uh, I did some like <laughs> online certifications, or it got the ball rolling on it anyhow. You've worked, in, like, you've worked in like treatment centers and shit in the past. Not treatment kind of, kind centers, but I've, I was a youth worker. I, I was a social right, worker. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so you got some experience in that kind of general... Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the the you know a gym in this whole thing is like I was so kind of just like burnt out and obsessed with money and just like I feel like the last three weeks maybe going on four weeks has been like detox from that. Like I really haven't needed any money to survive (laughs) yet. You know, it's like I'm fine. I'll be taken care of and I'll take care of business when when it's there. You know, but um, it really I needed the reset for sure what's your routine looking like give us the rockwell routine i'm like up at routine routine most days i'm up between 7 30 and 8 i start with a cup and a meditation sometimes brief sometimes like on the longer side i would say like 30 to usually like 35 minutes is like i do this guided one i like or or i might just do one that's not guided for like 10 minutes if i'm not feeling that vibe you know yeah um, I might, I might fast or I might make myself a quick little 
healthy breakfast. Um, and then, like, a lot of days I set out and just bob, like, 10 miles on foot. So and, dope. Yeah. And that really makes a huge difference. There, there'll be other days, too, where I hit a jog or something. But I, I like the walk. I like the long walk yeah. in solitude. Yeah, I, I mean, every time I – I don't know if you experience this, but every time I run, I just feel like the only thing that I can think about is how much I hate running. Yeah, and how much like get- And how much, like, discomfort I'm experiencing and how much I want it to be over. Like, that's, like, the only thought that really, like, reverberates through my head when I'm running. Yeah, it's, it's hard to – like outside i haven't really adjusted to that yet like i do treadmill like i i do high intensity treadmill when i'm at the gym yeah um and i've tried to like carry that i've tried to do the interval running running outside and it's just not quite the same like it's there's too much going on outside whereas like on the treadmill i can really stay focused and like it's easier i would say yeah well it's also like less impactful on your joints and shit like my yeah. body my body gets fucked up too from running outside but yeah. going on going Going on long walks is so respectful. Right before I jumped on the Zoom call, I went on like a long ass walk, and yeah, I don't know. We talked about this last time. Like the one of the positive byproducts is just like basically the only way that I can leave my house is to go on walks. So it's just forced me to to incorporate that into my daily routine, as it has with lots of other people. And it's like all of a sudden becoming clear to uh, like you know the entire world how crucial going on walks is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hey, Rockwell, when was the first time you met AB? Do you remember when you met AB? God, the first time? I don't know. When? No, I don't. It would have been like 2010, right? Yeah. I mean, I I moved to Seattle in in 2011, like fall of 2011. Mm -hmm. So it was probably not that long after that, but... I can't remember, like, exactly when. What's your first AB memory? I don't know about first, but I remember a couple. I mean, I just remember we probably started kicking it, like, summer 2013, maybe? Yeah. That's where where right. it was, like, more more active. I remember we went to the zoo with uh, Lupe and Miles. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> And so Brendan, dope. I think, maybe? Yeah, that was such a random crew. I know. Oh, holy tight, shit. That, that was really tight. Yeah. Little Carlos. And then um, yeah. I also remember around that time, you, me, Brady, and Rosemary went to see Rye at um, Oh hell yeah! At Numos. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, and honestly, my memory's kind of shot because of the things I've done. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but those 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 stand out. Yeah, yeah. I think we did. We go to that burrito spot out in Ballard, like. Um, across the street from Ballard High. I think that that's like, I feel like I may be misremembering that, but what? yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, I feel like I probably met you right around when you moved into the D and then that's that's when we started kicking it, just like, you know, doing rippers and D. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, I mean, that was, those were good times. We had those, like, Sunday night movie nights and shit, and, like, hella heads yeah. watching watching a flick or whatever. And, yeah, I remember we watched that brutal fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman movie where he's just, like, snorting gasoline out of paper bags the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the D was just like, oh, yeah, oh. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I just remember those movie nights. There was just a lot of candy. There's just like so yeah, much always. candy. Like what the? Yeah. Like, go to go to QFC and dumb out on like fucking Halloween candy, and then just eat <laughs> all of it in the D. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And then I mean, and then Brady making cup in the Mister Coffee, and the and the ground and the grounds are just rimming the over the top of the fucking uh, filter, just What's like this? busting out of the coffee maker, basically. And it's like one o'clock in the morning. Yo, honestly, it wouldn't be the same anymore because the QFC is not even 24 hours. So, like, we couldn't just... The QFC has been, like, closing at 1 a.m. for, like, the last year or two. So fucked off. Yeah, and so, like, we couldn't just, like, go there on a whim to get... I guess we could go to 7-Eleven, but that's, like, way far away. Just wouldn't be the same, you know? What's the strongest cup you ever drank at the D? (laughs) God. Well, he would just buy the Kroger brand Folgers fucking freeze-dried shit. Hell yeah. So it was always strong. All of it was strong. <laughs> like it was terrible. Well, it's ba- it's basically like the cup that you get at a diner if they were to just like put three times as much ground in every Maybe. filter that they make the cup with. I think at a diner they have those like pre-measured bags a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so those shits are hella weak, you know. So yeah. I would say, yeah. It- so it's just like same same cup, but just higher quantity per cup. Higher quantity grounds per cup. Oh yeah. Rockwell, what are our what were our first connections? Right when you moved here, you started coming to coming to our apartment. Yeah. You just like, like showed up. Yeah. Still just showed up like a fucking apparition. How, but how did that happen? You met Brady or something somewhere? Yeah. I met Brady. I, I remember I was like gone I was gone in Spain studying abroad. And I came back and um and Alex, Seb, and David were just like, "Oh yeah, there's this homie Stu. He's uh, he re- he's replaced you amongst the homies now." <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had, you had, you had fucked up so bad that we just needed someone <laughs> to take the edge off. Yeah, uh, it wasn't going to be Nathan. Nathan wasn't going to be the new homie, so we needed to. <laughs> We had to find yeah. somebody. <laughs> Actually, Stu, Stu has replaced homies on a number of occasions. <laughs> Stu, yeah. He just came through to the D. Literally, we get evicted. A week later, he's helping me move out. Then we would just we go Beautiful. play... Uh, what was What's the train game we used to play at your apartment? Oh. <laughs> Ticket to Ride? Yeah, Ticket to Ride. That game was nice. Hell yeah. Y'all were doing boardies? You did boardies? Yeah, yeah we did boardies. Stu, do you like... Adam Owen. Do you like Toy Train? A lot of time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn, Adam. Adam made it into the mix too. Adam just appeared on the scene. Adam was like newly sober and he was coming to the D a lot, you know? Oh yeah. yeah well that's, you know how that's I, I mean, met him. Yeah. I mean yeah, that's a that's a whole story. Cause I met Adam in school and uh and he found out that I was sober and he was like, no, brother, I think uh you gotta make some changes. oh yeah you do oh yeah you do hey let me introduce you to my fucking degenerate homies that are that are gonna set up a little connection yeah let's let me get a rockwell connection going for you here (laughs) rockwell what's the most what's the biggest cloud you ever blew I mean, it had to have been at the D. Uh, dude, I remember. <laughs> I mean, naturally. <laughs> I remember Brady got got a, got a vape before me, and I would, like, go home on my lunch break because I knew he'd be home just so I could hit the fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, A-O's, his thing? He wouldn't A-O's take A-O's doing shit like that with, uh, with Dave. And then it would just turn into me, like, not going back to work just so I could sit around and vape. Just, like, so brutal. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, where's he at? <laughs> 
I worked remotely a lot of times, so like I could technically be wherever I, you know. Well, it it caught up to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, you got fucking Paul Adam in the mix here. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's dreaded. I actually was just at Adam and Alex's house not that long ago, uh, as in Adam's girlfriend. Um, yeah. We did. We had a pipe ceremony together and a meditation. A what? Pretty tight. A Native American pipe ceremony. It was that was a. I blew a cloud then. That was pretty tight. <laughs> like he had a pipe with like like a bejeweled pipe that was like a foot long. It wasn't bejeweled, but it was a foot long. That's accurate. It. Yeah. I don't. I. Somebody invited me over there. It was. Um, with Hannah. Who, who set that, that, that whole thing up? Well, Hannah's part native. And so Hannah and Alex and Adam had been doing, they do that like monthly, I guess. And uh, they invited me to, I, I ran into them somehow and, and they invited me to be a part of that. And so I was like, it felt like the right thing to do is like sit in with them on that. <laughs> you you ran into them and they were like, all right, we got to make a Rockwell connection here. Yeah, and, they, they, uh, hooked you, they hooked you up, man. They hooked yeah. you up to the fucking the tradition, the peaceful tradition. Hey, what's what's your first uh, what's your first sad memory? I don't know. It's hard to say. Like I remember, I remember hanging out at the D before I moved in there when he was still living there. You know, um, right after the bedbugs era is when I started going over there more frequently. You know what I mean? So I luckily I missed that. That's good timing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good timing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I don't know. I remember just going over there. I was going to school at Seattle Central and I would, I would pop into the D and also my girlfriend, Marissa at the time lived kind of nearby. So that's, I was hanging out there more frequently. So I don't know what the first memory of Seb would be. It, it's pretty convoluted. You know what I mean? It's like, it's when you I feel like my, my memories of the D are sort of like lost in a, a cloud of Newport smoke. What? What, what yeah, was the, the specific aspects of them. What was the first time you ever heard Seb say ship it, though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no telling. It's like, <laughs> God. <laughs> I ran into Seb. I ran into Seb during this um, day home stay safe uh, order. We were both at Discovery Park, mobbing around, getting some exercise. Oh, what do you think of his look? So what do you think funny. of his new look? Oh my God, I love it. He, him and his his gal were both wearing a lot of red and yellow, and I was just like, wow, that's oh, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. like they're they're already pretty attractive, and now they're like matching, and that's like it's so cute. You know, just elevating their attractiveness levels. Yeah, I'm just like yeah. you guys need to stop <laughs> you guys are too fucking kid god yeah. damn it yo Rocco what was your first Lukey memory oh wow dude that was like we were we were following each other on snapchat before I even knew who he was and so it was just like this autonomous snapchat with a very god it was it was a brutal name I, it, and then we met at Posse and 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 he you know he tells me he lives with michael adamson and i'm like oh he's the homie from because i've known michael adamson since probably 2009 and uh so yeah lukey shows up in 2013 probably 2014 maybe 
And uh, I, we, we finally meet in person at Posse for the first time. And then next thing you know, he's at my fucking apartment, you know, three times a week playing poker. So <laughs> what was that know, connection uh, like? That was a solid connection, you know? That was big time connection. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, to be honest, because we're, we're uh, we, yeah, I don't know. We're a lot, we're different in a lot of ways, but we're also similar in a lot of ways. So it was, uh, it was a solid friendship, you know? Remember that? The Orca days? Oh yeah. Orca connection. God damn, I fucking this is all just making me miss being in the Seattle mix. I used to God damn. I love going down to Portland with Lukey because it was like it was a lot of fun. There was, you know, a lot of video poker and uh poker nights with the like Portland knuckleheads and I missed that kind of stuff a lot. They definitely had fun. The poker the Portland boys definitely have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. They're they they like to hang out. Yep. What's a what's a good early day? connection for you <laughs> god do you want to know? i remember the first time i met dave yeah he was with tan tim his sponsor sitting at Stumptown, i believe um yeah him and tim were sitting outside of Stumptown reading the big book and i was walking my dog and i was like who is this connor oberst looking guy with makeup on his eyes like what the fuck who is this guy he looked like a little girl and <laughs> and he, oh, he didn't he, he didn't look me in the eyes the whole time like i said what's up to tim you know um and uh this guy was just like kind of staring at the ground he must have been 18 I feel like everybody remembers their first time meeting David. I remember the first time I saw David was he came, he showed up late to Posse and he was being such a somebody. Like, but I mean, he made such a uh, performance of, out of his entrance to the mm -hmm. group. And I had just fucking like got out of treatment and moved to Seattle and this like little fucking asshole with like the long flowing hair just flipping everywhere and just pointing at every single person he knew in the meeting and being like, yo, what's up, what's up? And then just like going up to everybody and saying hello while they're like reading how it works, you know, and it just being incredibly disruptive and like attention seeking. And I was just like, I fucking needing to be guy. seen. <laughs> yeah. He's Jimmy the yeah. hair, man. He was yeah, the he hair. was being yeah. Jimmy the hair. You know what's God. crazy is my my memory my the first time I met him was actually w leaving Posse in the Buick and him driving the Buick all fucking crazy brazy like up on the sidewalk and shit just to get back to the D which is four blocks away but he oh, had to yeah. he, he did it like rush, the cops though. were chasing him it was like it was like he was a, a wanted felon and he stole the Buick uh, just had to get back to the D as quickly as possible it was fucking insane and I remember I remember in my heart being like this guy doesn't scare me this isn't crazy at all I don't give a shit. <laughs> Any remember, I think the first time I met David was just at the D. Yeah. That and actually, sense. my first, my honest first thought of David was just like uh, an immediate sense of like, um, like I had just like immediate competition with him is what I like took over <laughs> me. I just like like I, uh, like what sexual competition? Just just life competition. You don't have like life competition with people. You don't up down someone. You're like, oh, this is my polar opposite, and I feel the sense of competition to dominate. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I've never had you that don't. experience. <laughs> you're missing I don't out. know. I, I think that's just used to. Well, it's just like me and David had enough parallels in life, and I was just like, but we we have so many. We're personality wise, we differ in such in such drastic ways. 
that it yeah. just felt like I had like this sense of like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely, uh, so tight. <laughs> that first meeting of David, he definitely was a nobody and felt like a nobody. And you could tell he was, he did not want to be seen. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. You, cause you probably met him like in two, what, 2009, 2010. It must've been two, tw- uh, 2009 <clears throat> or two. It must've been 2010. Yeah. See, by the time I made it to the mix, Dave was, was a somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. The- the idea that Dave was a nobody at some point is like confounding to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, d- it doesn't quite like link up with my my reality. Especially, especially on twelve. Like David being a nobody on twelve, that really yeah. surprises me. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. The fact that David would ever want to disappear while uh, being a man about town in Capitol Hill is like, yeah, just like <laughs> profoundly fucking unsettling and unmooring. Right. Turn. Wait, is today's <laughs> Is his birthday today? Yeah, it's yeah. his birthday. Well, yep. I forgot to send him that eleven eleven text. Whoops. Yeah, we all did except for AO. I, I sent him like five just to really blow it up. So hopefully yeah. that's fire. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll just I'll just sign on for one of those gifts. He's um twenty nine, almost thirty. All grows up, man. That's long, crazy. I know, right? He's come a long way from that that nobody outside of Sumptown. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a he's a career man now. He's not a student, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's vague. We're we're just growing as young men, you know, just out here growing. I went to maybe like a month and a half ago. Him, Tim, and I went to. Uh, we had brunch. It was nice. Timbo, <laughs> your Tim old Lord? roommate. Yeah, Tim Lord. Yes, I was. Tim just, Lord. I was. I was wondering about him because he like watches all of Carly's stories, even though <laughs> she doesn't follow him back. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to get a little. Yo, oh, yeah. He's just trying to get that that. POV Stewart experience. Yo, we were just ta- we were just <laughs> talking about the girlfriend all? experience. Uh, d- damn, dude. I, yo, I have I have people that do that. They don't follow me, but they watch my stories. The fuck is that about? That's pretty heavy. That's yeah. like uh, they're intrigued, they're curious, but they're not. Uh, they're not so sure that I don't know. I follow just like I'll just go for it. Either I really just have unabashed follows. I'm like, ooh, I like how this person looks. I'm gonna hit the follow. I don't care if I get a follow back. And then there's other times where I'm like, oh, they're not following me. I'm not following them. Fuck them. Yeah, you're sorting your connections, man. These are the different types of Rockwell connections that can that are allowed to happen. I like that. Yeah, I, yeah. Then there's the half connections. You don't want to have like the a half strict measures and the you half. You don't want to have a strict rule. You know what I mean. Like you don't want to have a strict code because some because then when you invariably break it, you gotta you know smash your head against the wall. Rules are meant to be broken. Don't don't restrict yourself by society's uh, conception of what is good or bad. What you got going on there, Rappo? This is Fisherman's Friends. No particular reason. It's kind of like uh, you know I use them for smoking cessation. But uh, uh, it really opens your lungs up. I like the I like that menthol feel, you know. Mm-hmm. I did a Newport for the first time in years the other day, and that sounds uh, pretty good. Man, it felt great. Yeah, it makes your fingertips tingle. <laughs> makes your fucking makes the tip of your dick tingle. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Stu just gave me the most fucking confused look. <laughs> no, how is Tim Lord? I just like you know. I'd rather not say on on the air, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, we got gotcha. you. Yeah, you <laughs> can all use a text message. I'm sure. <laughs> oh man, Timmy. Oh.
I was looking for the the audio clip he sent me a long time ago that just says I hate you. That's so <laughs> he was he was was he, he was, was he being serious? Yeah, no, he he hated me. He was hell he was, yeah. He was brooding on that for a while. Was he He's was like, that I'm hurtful? Gonna, I'm gonna take this internal hate and I'm gonna project it. <laughs> well, yeah. you know that's a that's a classic that's a classic maneuver. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, we love we love to do that and we love to see it. Yeah, yeah, I, I've never done that, so I don't know. I, the thing is like i only get angry when something is truly wrong so i don't know what you guys are talking about things are truly wrong every moment of the day also by the way on an unrelated note i'm more of a, a avoidant attachment you know what i mean if i don't like you i'm gonna like fuck that oh yeah oh yeah Stu, what it, when when you got that i hate you what how did you feel i laughed <laughs> You're like, yep, I've been doing something right then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just like, I, I was like, I did laugh and I like had enough sense, like I had the sense of mind to like save that voice recording just for it to have it on my, on my phone whenever I needed to revisit it and have a little moment. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was like confused. I just didn't get it. Like, I forget what it was. Oh, I, he owed me money. That's what it was. He owed me money. Sense. And I, and I had been like, Hey man, where's that money you owe me? And then it, he didn't respond. And then he just responded with a boy. I got a voice message says i hate you because i guess hitting him up for that money was bumming him out so. <laughs> hell yeah God. but he felt he he felt some kind of way we resolved it at that time because he felt some kind of way because i was like i was hitting him up for money but not to hang out but oh okay that's part of that debt life when you and your friends loan each other money yeah that's an, that's an, money, i'm not i'm definitely not trying to hang out with them if i owe them money so <laughs> i'm confused by that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah rockwell knows <laughs> i'm gonna i have your people call my people because i'm gonna be reaching out to you you know <laughs> I think about the story you told me Rockwell a long time ago about being at a, uh, you were at a, a payday loan spot and you like looked at the people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm about to bum you out. No, do it. But no, you were like good. you were looking at the people in front of you in line and you were just like it just dawned on you when you're like uh like the what is the term for that? Like the the show when the show must go on and it just or the walls came in. You're like oh fuck I'm one of them. Oh the moment of clarity. Yeah, it was a moment of clarity. You're like you're just judging. You're looking at the people in front of you. You're like man these people are so fucked off. And you're like oh I'm so fucked off. <laughs> I'm I am them. I am him. I've had that moment in my life so many times. <laughs> I've had it. Yeah, I I can say that I don't know that I could count them all honestly if I think about it. You were you used to tell me about those like the weird like Native American like lending services that you had signed up Yo, for. Yo, get this, bro. I literally, <laughs> week two of stay home, stay safe, I get an email. I'm like, it's like the day I sign up for unemployment, which is going to be a tricky situation because I'm a gig worker, so they still haven't sorted it out yet. Like, they put in... But anyways, I got an email saying that I'm part of a class action lawsuit against that lender. I Get this. They loaned me uh, 800 bucks at like 420% APR. So that's, I borrowed 800 bucks and I had to pay back 2,400. And so I think I'm going to get a good solid gotcha, bitch. back in this class action lawsuit, bro. I was so, I was, it was such a victory. I don't care if I get 200 back, 100 back, 300 back that those predatory lenders are going to have to pay like a million dollars back, you know, millions of dollars back to people that they took advantage of. Probably mostly people with like gambling problems or drug yeah. problems, you know? 
Yeah, predatory lending is really one of the darkest and scummiest fucking, like, you know, subsets of the American economy. For sure. That's a fucking loan, too, man. God that damn. is so brutal. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were taking $100 <laughs> from me for, like, however long it took to, you know, I, it must have been, I guess it was over the course of a year. Every two weeks for the course of a year, 112 bucks. God, dude. That is so brutal. Dude, it was so... That's a fucking, I, like, car payment. <laughs> I could never get ahead that year. You know what I mean? I was just sunk over my yeah. head. Yeah. Damn, well, that's that's tight. They got their comeuppance. Yeah. Really curious to see what, what the amount is of the class action. Oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows when I'll get that check, but All right boys. Do we got any other connections we need to we need to furnish or we need to discuss here? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot know. more actually, but I'm just tired. Yeah, I need out. to get I need to drink a cup. Yeah, I think I'm I need to go get some of that fucked off pecan cup. Ooh. So brutal. Am I gonna make Just. another cup? I've already had a French press and one AeroPress cup. Oh actually. baby, there's always another level. That's like three, three cups of French press and an AeroPress cup. I'd die. I, actually, I would die if I drank that much. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. I think I need to go for a walk. Have you done your walk today yet? 